Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Welcome to the final episode of Becca Kufrin's season. You have me, Sarah Franklin. And you have me, Alex Franklin. And you are in for a treat tonight because not only do we have one fabulous guest, we have two fabulous guests. The first one you know, you love. He is podcast host slash TV writer extraordinaire, Michael Levin. Everyone put your hands together. Hi. Thank Mike. you guys for having me back. So good to have you back. How you doing? I'm great. Just ready to do the say it. Damn. Oh, thing. <laughs> it hurts. Hurts. Um, and we have an amazing second guest, everybody. You guys are going to love her. She's a writer. She's a director. And she's my friend. <laughs> everybody, put your hands together for Alyssa Littman. Yay. Hi. I'm here. <laughs> Alyssa, I have to say before we get into like the, the minutia of the episode, Alyssa, you have a keen uh, ability to pick up on really small details um in an episode that tell a much greater story about reality television thank you i pride myself on not eating uh so i don't miss a single frame uh like this episode we can get into it but there was a wrist tattoo that we literally paused and reround a hundred times on garrett so we could see what it said yeah we did some CSI detective work. Yeah. For. Can you just say what it was? Now it you know? says Sinestu. Mm-hmm. And I Googled it and it means truth. So <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> what is that a what language is that? It's a dead language. I don't know. It's some I don't know. I'm not sure. Like Latin? <laughs> I think it's like fin I don't something Norwegian something. I don't I'm not an expert. It I didn't do that much Googling. To I gotta know what the roadmap was to lead Garrett to a dead language. <laughs> I don't know, man. Of probably a tattoo that <laughs> means yeah. truth. This opens up some interesting questions and maybe some layers of Garrett that I wasn't aware of before. Don't you think though when Becca like I'm sure they had a conversation because she has tattoos herself, so she was probably like, What's your tattoo? What does it mean? And then he's like, It means truth. She was like, That's everything I've yeah. ever asked for in my whole life. I love living my truth I love on my wrist. <laughs> yes. If you're going to live your truth anywhere, it should be on your wrist. That's right. Um, Alyssa, can you give us a little bit of a backstory before we get into it about what your journey has been with Bachelor Nation? Sure. Um, I was on the show Life in Pieces mm. and um, some of the writers were talking about the bachelor every week and i really wanted to be friends with them so i started watching the bachelor uh namely uh it was ben's season and i was i told mike mike is my boyfriend just to clarify for everybody uh i told mike that we have to watch it so i know like what the writers are talking about at work basically and he was very much against it he thought it was going to be so stupid and he watched like (gasps) one episode and was hooked like couldn't yeah couldn't believe what was happening so that's mostly true 
what's untrue about it? <laughs> mm, I guess nothing. <laughs> I don't like to have imagined a world where I was against The Bachelor because it's such an important part of my life right. now. Well, oh gosh, what a hard pill to swallow. But once you open your mind to the unknown, beautiful things can happen. Yeah, yeah I think I used to be think I was cool because I didn't watch any reality television. And I think that I was Boom. bad and now I'm better. Right. I, well, I'm glad that you're healed and I'm now, glad that this relationship. You've seen the Sinestu. Yes, I've seen the Sinestu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is so beautiful Sheesh. what a way to go full circle we haven't even started the podcast and we're already full circle <laughs> um so you guys Ellis, as you said you mentioned you, uh you guys date and you live together mm, mm -hmm. true so what what is the role of the bachelor within the context of your relationship um we can't watch it without each other a lot of times it'll be like we can't watch it you know several nights into the week because one of us is working late or busy or whatever but it's like a huge I don't know. It's like an event that really breaks up the week and like lets us relax and we really look forward to it, basically. I will say that as Alyssa has gotten deeper and deeper into the Bravo hole, mm -hmm. she has less and less tolerance for The Bachelor's bullshit. Wow. Okay. I think that she realized on some level that it's the same formula again and again and, and The Bachelor doesn't hit the... You can explain it better than me, but the, the insanity that a Vanderpump or a Southern Charm or a, a well, New York Southern Charm is like people are getting knocked up by somebody 30 years their senior. So The Bachelor's never going to be able to... It's just a different world. But yeah. I do think Bachelor in Paradise keeps up with Bravo. Like, that's, a, that's messy. There's a lot of messiness there. I ride for The Bachelor pretty hard in a sense, in a way that I, I don't... For, it's like The Bachelor to me is like my... Oh, I read the books. I only read the books. I don't read the movies. And to me, <laughs> other reality shows are the movies. And like, this is the one. This is like my, this is how you maintain my your North purism. Star. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That is so beautiful. And it's so great that you guys are able to meet each other in the middle. <laughs> That's yeah. right. 50-50, just like Becca and all the men <laughs> whose names I'm forgetting. 50-50 yeah. partnership. All those losers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, do you want to get into the... Please. Dare, dare we say messiness of this last episode? Yeah. 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 I mean, so we we listen to this podcast. Oh, uh, not at the not at the same time. We listen on our own time. Oh, you, so you uh, don't need to. We don't have to. We don't watch together. together, but listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we have very differing opinions on the men that you guys. Have. Yeah, we Mike and I have differing opinions and you we're we're a little scared to share them. Yeah, we don't want to cause a, a no, schism in the podcast. Please share. OK, <laughs> so which one do you want to start with, Liz? I think we should start with the most controversial opinion. Go Wait, can I guess? Yeah. Wait, do you guys like Garrett? No, 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 uh, no. <laughs> I mean, Colton. Well, I'm yeah, we no, like Colton. No, I don't. I'm, Colton, <laughs> you guys have like kind of persuaded me on Colton. The big one is... I, I do like Colton. I think he's... I think he's. Yeah, but you don't know everything about Colton that has been like said online and stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. I try to keep... My, I'm, I'm again a purist on just okay, what's on the show. Okay, okay. Just a quick point on that. Yes, yeah. I get it. And I like to like watch the show as best I can spoiler free. Clean, Unfortunately, fresh. it's like hard yeah. sometimes. But... You have to know like what's going on in their lives outside of the show because like yeah. some of them are bad people. Like of Lincoln, course. you couldn't of just course. could you imagine just going around the season like Lincoln's great. Lincoln's great. No, but he wasn't great on the show. In, I know he said that way. the world was flat. 
the 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 cold and stuff is to me and we can just do like a sort of survey of the season before we dive into the finale please so colton to me is just like was bred as an athlete in in locker rooms football probably had a very like domineering dad and forced to do things and then got the virginity thing like just kind of spiraled and snowballed and snowballed and he just has terrible anxiety about it and i think that's very a very human thing uh i also think he's like incredibly good looking mm, yes, which I, I agree respect no one's gonna argue that point we actually were i'm not gonna say like persuaded to like him but i do think that the point that you brought has been brought has been made to us like a few times now and i get it i think it's easy to have sympathy for him yeah i also think like so i listened to what you guys had to say about his ex-girlfriend the gymnast Allie right and yeah. she so I think that is a little shady I think his Instagram persona is that of a guy who knows how to like make his way around a hinge profile like there's sure. quite a few dogs there's quite a few like <laughs> mm-hmm. you know I, not to belittle his charity work but there's quite a few pictures with kids it's a good shirts thing. off you, it's a little bit like curated and I'm like okay this guy knows what he's doing and he's also very good looking oh, etc imagine reality television but- <laughs> being curated <laughs> But imagine the gall. I don't know. I will say I do feel like those tears are real on, you know, men tell all. And I but I also here's another thing we're not concerned. This is so horrible. This is why I asked you if you had an explicit rating. I do think he and Ashley, I was the same way. And she's Mm -hmm. talked about this on her podcast a little bit. While he may be a virgin in some ways, there's more than one hole to explore. Mm -hmm. And some people don't consider the second hole as uh, losing their virginity. Yeah. Sure. So I think, you know, I don't know. We, listen, we went to Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. We understand yes. the loopholes. <laughs> we get it. Um, I guess what bothered me about Colton and what I've sort of, like, what was sort of rubbing me the wrong way was that, like, Ashley, I, you, I don't, I don't know that she used her virginity to get uber famous, but it ended up becoming what she became known mm-hmm. for. Yeah. And it felt like he used his virginity as a tool to become more known among the men. And it felt like a weird choice to me. And it just made me uncomfortable, even though I do believe, I believe his vulnerability around it. I just, but I don't, I can't discredit the fact that I felt like he used it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know that I agree with that. I think okay. that he, she was so into him every time she saw him. She was like touching his big chest and was like so happy about it. And she was Thank like, "Thank you for being descriptive." Absolutely. She was like, "I'm gonna <laughs> fuck this dude." Like, absolutely. <laughs> and then she said she, he was a virgin, and she like calmly walked away and was like, "Ah, my her boner like went away sure. very rapidly." Yeah, she was and, not happy. And so between that and the Tia thing, which again we can get into, I didn't think was a big deal at all. Like, I didn't think the Tia thing was a big deal at all. You're more at Tia than you are at Colton. Yeah, I, the Tia thing bummed me out when she came back afterwards. But the first Tia thing, if like they had a relationship before he was on the show, and then Becca being mad at that, it's like, dude, you're dating 28 other guys. Like, I had a relationship in the past with some girl. It, 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 it continuing is if that's a problem. But to me, it was like Tia's into him. He was right. just like, I'm here for the show. Like, they're all fake to some extent. The and thing- I think it's just like, I don't blame him for anything. I... The thing is, is what we can blame him for is like truly lying to like, like he like lies to the camera and uh, like he's never had a straight story about when his relationship with Tia started, when it ended. Like it's 
none of it has been consistent. Mm -hmm. And so while Becca didn't know that and you're right, like it, it, you know, it could have been dealt with and like moved on from, I do think in like the grander scheme of things, like he just like, he can't keep his story about it straight. Mm -hmm. And like, he can't keep his story about his exes straight. It's just like, there's just so much about his dating like history that is so inconsistent every time he talks about it, that it's like, I don't like all this girl wanted was truth. (laughs) Finesse. Yeah. Finesse. Um, Not that I wouldn't, I like, I could talk about Colin all night. I I could dedicate a whole podcast to this, but who, what are the other, what are the other differing opinions while we have? Okay. So the one that's like going to turn America against us is we think, and I'm not trying to shame anyone. And I will say that I speak about the bachelor contestants as if they are not real people, but we think, Blake is fully manic. <gasps> oh, yeah. We're, oh, okay. This is we're really very, interesting. Like, we're very like to the level, of, I don't know if you've watched Unreal, but like to the level of, of Unreal course. and sorry, so spoilers, but it's like an old, it's the first season yeah. where they like take that one female contestant's medication away and she throws herself off a roof. Like, that's how I feel about Blake. Okay. This is something that I'm really <laughs> interested in because I. And and I think our our differing opinions will come to a head when it when, as we're breaking down the episode. Yep. But to Blake, to me, I, I I felt as though if you're into somebody, you would of course be upset. Yes. If you're sure. about to propose to somebody and they were very clearly about sure. like not into you. Like but this, sorry, it's not just this episode. We have yeah. been watching him lose his mind which i would too and erode slowly over time i see a lot of myself in blake truthfully (laughs) like it's sometimes the things that he breaks down about i'm like oh that's like like i feel like everything he has anxiety about is like what i have anxiety about and i don't fully break down to the point that he does but i imagine that if i was on tv it'd be so much harder to like like behave myself like emotionally if the stakes were that high but all right yeah there's (laughs) there's one point in the finale when he's talking about uh, being about to meet becca's family Mm -hmm. and i i wrote a version of what he said down I'm and scared to hear it back because i'm worried (laughs) i'm gonna feel too much of myself right and he basically said Family, family, big day, big day. I'm nervous, nervous, but I'm, I am, I am, I am. But, I, but I'm excited, excited also for a long while. I did clog that. I was like, whoo, what yeah. was that uh, mess of words? It and just he came out of his mouth. like uses the actual words she was keeping me sane, at, at, if you will, like at one point. And it's just like, yeah, buddy, that's scary. You're not helping your. <laughs> and I will say, as someone with anxiety, I totally recognize that this is like a horrible situation. You're having to watch the girl you're falling in love with, like hook up with all these other guys. It would drive me crazy. I don't know that I would start like verbally vomiting and breaking down the way that Blake did. Yeah. I do think though that like watching a man break like that was <laughs> like, was like the most genuine thing I saw on this entire mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Like we got just Garrett is like reading from cue cards. Becca is just like the producer's pet. Like she yeah. does anything that they ask her. To, just like all these guys are just like, literally felt like they were reading from a script and Blake felt more real to me. Like I loved the moment in his ITM where he was like, please, I don't want to talk about Garrett anymore. It just felt real. But that's the thing is that these, I agree with that. And the school shooting is obviously very serious. Uh, the, his mom leaving him for the gym teacher and basketball coach is very funny. (laughs) 
that is and, really funny. And you don't. <laughs> Wait, oh, guys, what? It, what's your take? Did he end up getting um, varsity that year? I think he did, yeah. Okay, cool. I think he did, but he was crying in the middle of the game, and they had to take him <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, they, they didn't play him. Only no like tears in basketball, time. Blake. The, but that's the thing is you, you relinquish any sense of humanity when you go on this show. Like you do. And that's why like last year on the, in the finale with the Becca and Ari stuff, like I wasn't, I didn't feel, I didn't feel bad for Becca in the sense that the show was exploiting her because she let herself to be exploited. I felt bad that like Ari, Ari exploited her and was like, yes. let, let, let it happen. So that there's like the, between the contestants, they can be shitty to each other and I can blame them, but I can't blame them for like when they break down emotionally because of the way the show is set up it's like you've watched the show you know what the show is if you're going on there leave any humanity at the door wow harsh yeah but are we like what are like are we blaming him of anything no No, no, i don't blame him i just think i just think she shouldn't have i think he's bad i think she shouldn't have picked him and he's he's just like not a good he wouldn't have been a good i think there's like there's darkness all over the place. Though. Okay, this is. I'm just gonna ask it. This yeah. is like literally the end of the episode. But do you guys think Garrett and Becca are gonna stay together? No, I don't I d- think so. I do actually. I do think that. Yeah, because Alex, you said that you you think that they that it'll last. She got what she wanted. She wanted her daddy replacement. Oh, the dad stuff. I guess I don't. The dad I, stuff I mean, is so upsetting. It kind of bums me out. The fact that she's like defending him through like all of this shit, kind of when she's like you know, supposed to be portrayed as this like strong, independent, like yeah. liberal minded woman. Like, and the fact that she's like really defending him through all this social media stuff shows that like, yeah, I don't like, I don't know. I feel like I've lost a little respect for Becca. <laughs> I don't really think that she like, just because you went to the women's March doesn't mean you're liberal, you know, like no, she's, she like, did speak out in like support of Hillary. I, sure. I, and again, sure. she's maybe not painting herself this way as much as like, the advertisements and everything yeah. is. Um, but I guess it's just like how she's being portrayed. Yeah. In the media. I don't know. I just, ha- I mean, I have very little respect for Becca too, but I have <laughs> faith in the idea that, well, I don't know though. She had like really long on again, off again relationship with her shit ex who like showed up last oh, this, season. The Stanford, uh, wait, the Ross wait coach. So yeah, maybe yeah. she will stay with Garrett. I was going to say what we were talking about, the liking shady pictures on Instagram of oh, yeah. like bikini girls okay. or oh, whatever. So I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast or maybe we have. Um, now that Garrett and Becca are engaged, I think it's like okay to say, but Garrett's post engagement has been liking pictures of women in bikini photos. Post engagement. Like it's gross single, but post engagement. Yes. So what were you yeah, saying? Yeah, I sort of, I mean, because I've been there, because I've been in a relationship with somebody who did that, not Mike, someone else. <laughs> Great disclaimer. That I know of. That'd be a really fun passive aggressive way to bring that up. Um, I want, I want every girl who's dealing with that to leave that motherfucker. For sure. But so I hope, you know, if it's not the alt-right, like horrible, sexist, homophobic, yeah. racist stuff, at least leave him because he's never going to be truly like honest with you if he's liking that kind of stuff. On You're Instagram. saying that's a nice ramp to being like it's an upgrade to being a normal male shithead rather than an all right male shithead. You're like you're going you're taking the, the train towards normalcy no i was thinking <laughs> if you're not gonna be offended on behalf of like the entire country and people who are in like dire situations then you should at least be offended on behalf of yourself 
and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> so do you think the minute he was like, you're right, I will not like these photos, like these racist memes, these transphobic memes, these meme- memes that are calling Parkland kit victims, um, crisis actors. I'm going to better myself by starting to like photos. Like that's like... <laughs> Like that's the st- is that what you're saying? Yes, that's like the next to, step. It's like the nicotine goodness. patch. Of like, I gotta <laughs> yeah. like I gotta like something shitty, but like it, you it, can't this isn't cut as bad. cold turkey. That's right. You can't. You can't. So what's the next step gonna be? Uh, <laughs> I mean, like maybe like stolen jokes, like uh, oh. what's his name? <laughs> oh, the, the, ju- the fat Jew. Fat Jew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the next one. But he's, I think he's on the road by the stolen end of the day. Jokes. Yeah. He's going to get there. All there, right. Th- just to go back to Blake for a second, because I don't want to, I don't want to leave him behind. <laughs> oh my goodness. There was, <laughs> once you've <laughs> established that, that Blake is, uh, out of his mind and you start watching for that, there's a lot of hints dropped over the course of the episode. There okay. Was, name your top five because was, you have them. <laughs> there was at one point in this episode, in the finale where Blake is talking to Becca's sister. Yes. And he's sitting down with, he goes, I am crazy. Long pause. About your sister. Like, how long are we talking? Oh, a month. <laughs> we were gasping. Okay, so when we watched. The, Alyssa, I know you timed her. Watched, how many seconds? When we watched the finale yesterday, Alyssa was wearing a, a new kind of face mask yeah. where she couldn't move her mouth. <laughs> and so she was laughing. Uh, I was like, like choke laughing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like that was horrible. Oh, no. And that was so fun. So, so the, <laughs> other, the other sign to me that like there's something not quite right is that Becca's, um, it's her uncle or something who's the, pa- who's the uncle pastor. Chuck. Uncle mm-hmm. Gary was not present. So the uncle. The mean one. Uh, the guy, yeah, f- from last season. Right. right. Oh, I thought that was him. Okay. So her other uncle, she's, he like feeds Blake a question where he goes, so there's a long um, amount of time between your first one-on-one and the next time you had a date with Becca. Was that tough on you? It's like Becca's clearly been talking shit about how crazy he is to her family. If he yeah. knows that or a producer told him, it's like, how would he? Wow. Ha- that's a very leading question based on what we know about Blake from this season. You're right. I feel like the family asked a lot of triggering questions yeah. Yeah. or like had triggering responses like, well, you know, if it doesn't work out. And when she <laughs> left him, her, ex- I think this was on tell all when he was she was like i was worried that if something bad happened like our kid died she said she said that she wouldn't she couldn't see him handling like their sick kid like if their kid got sick or something like that which is such a horrible thing to say no i think she meant like literally catch a cold like i think she literally meant like how kids just like our home sick. So oh, really? Yeah. I thought she meant like her dad had cancer and died. Right. And he that's wouldn't what I be thought. able to handle that if that happened to like their family. Which is, oh. which is a shitty thing to say. Saying, hey, if her kid got like caught a regular cold, you'd suck. <laughs> like that's even worse. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, okay. Can I ask an intimate question? Yeah, please. <laughs> Not like between you guys. Just like where everyone in the room separately for their own self. <laughs> I... So what if you were dating someone and really, really and not dating 28 other guys, really like them, see it going like really well. And they have this like severe anxiety. Right. Like, what do you do? Because, OK, I get it. Sure. What if your kid does get cancer? Like you need that person, as Becca always says, to be your partner and like to help, you know, help each other through it. But. I don't know. I mean, like, what about just the dick? Because, like, you can't just, like, have your partner, like, 
breaking down over every little thing like I get it but like do you work with them on like I guess Mike like, straight up told them. me I need to go to therapy <laughs> and it was very helpful well, to be honest it was a nice <laughs> way and that I had gone to therapy before for stuff so it was a hey explore this saying I straight up told you to go to therapy <laughs> is not a nice way to say it no it's okay no, my it fiance sends me therapists he like finds online like it's <laughs> It's helpful. It's a helpful thing. I get it. I've been in therapy. I think everyone in this room has probably been to therapy and that's great. But is that like, like, I don't know if that would be like the deal breaker for me. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I uh, I as somebody who struggles with anxiety and goes to therapy um, and recognized a lot of his emotion. I think what you said, like what you're pointing to, and I just, Obviously, we clearly have different takes, but (laughs) I was like, oh, that's a bummer that she couldn't be like, oh, hey, maybe this is like a like this is something that you can take care of rather than being like, this is a problem. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a bummer to point to his anxiety and be like, you are problematic. Mm -hmm. Where I was just like, this is like something that most people deal with on some degree or another. And if it was treated as a way of like, oh, hey, as a partner, as a 50-50 partner is what I want. I think this might be kind of exactly what you did. It's like a loving act to be like, hey, this could help you. (laughs) But but when you are faced against 28 other contestants that are much easier to deal with, I get why you're like, oh, I'm just going to go with the nice, yeah, the nice smiley also, guy who uh, probably fucks better. I think two <laughs> things like you. Yeah, I think in it's kind of unfair because on The Bachelor, like if you break the context of the bubble of the show, like if you're having anxiety about watching a girl you're in love with have sex with other people Which or whatever it is like you're gonna you get punished for it that's just the way the show is like anytime mm-hmm. you go somebody is saying bad things about you you get voted off the show you know like that's just so it's unfair and I think in real life perhaps it wouldn't have played out that way but I also think like at the end of the day Becca was just more like she just had more hot chemistry with Garrett and she didn't want to say that because it's not nice and it's not it doesn't make sense to everybody and everyone else sees that Blake is like clearly a better guy but she's just more more like into Garrett, unfortunately. Um, yes, I well, yeah, and so off that and something that you said, Mike, because I was like looking back and I was like, what? She kept saying like it was Blake the whole time, it was Blake the whole time, and yeah. then it was Garrett, and I'm like, clearly. It was yeah. happened after the fantasy suites and you had more fun in bed with Garrett. How is Garrett better in bed than Blake? Because I can only imagine <laughs> Because that he Blake- doesn't ask permission because he's not a feminist. So <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. She wants to be thrown around. Uh, okay, no, but I get, like, I 100% get that. But I imagine, sorry, Mom, maybe you should, like, turn this off right now. But, like, I would imagine that Blake would go down on her for, yeah. like, years. <laughs> but then like, he would be like, is this good? Is this good? Is this good? And it's probably. like, shh, just do it. <laughs> okay. He talks no, a lot during sex. I, no, he doesn't. Oh, no. no, he He talks does. so much I can't sex. believe that he does that. No. <laughs> Blake, I think, is better husband material. And if, she, you know, that in real life, he would have been a better husband. She's going to, if she does stay with Garrett, her life is going to be horrible. She's going to be constantly trying to catch him doing shady stuff. Do you think she regrets not having sex with Jason? Or Do we know that? Do we or know that? Will? He didn't, she didn't have sex with Jason? They didn't, oh, no, well, they didn't go the to the fantasy, fantasy suite. suite. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think Jason was the right pick. Like, for yeah, sure. Oh, in real she should have Jason, Jason was everything. A 100%. perfect husband, a yeah. fun friend. Hot, yes. pro- hot probably yeah. great in bed. Yeah. All this. 
gay brother. Gay brother. Yeah. Everything you want in a absolutely, in a and we can get to, we can get to like future bachelor stuff, but that was the right pick. But between Blake and Garrett, I think Garrett was the right pick for her. I think it was just like low maintenance. Yeah. Good looking. So that's the thing. Her, her family kept being like, I think Blake's going to challenge you. And she was like, yeah, like she doesn't want to be challenged. Yeah. She no. doesn't care. Like that doesn't mean any. I think she maybe said it once. She wants something that challenges her, but she doesn't. She just wants some guy that's right. going to be there when she brings the kids home from school. That's yeah. all she wants. Yeah. Beck- and that's fine. And that's fine if that's what you want. I don't identify with it, but that's fine. Beck is a big time. Uh, say the words partner in crime person like she wants yeah. a partner in crime but she doesn't actually want a partner in crime yeah well that was what was like, sort of frustrating because everything that she said that she wanted like blake was the embodiment of um and then she picked the opposite of that <laughs> yeah. um i think i feel for yeah. blake because i i mean i don't know i can't speak for everybody but personally i feel like we've all been the person who makes more sense is a nicer person is a smarter person is a more driven is a more caring but whatever it is and you've been strung along by somebody who you thought like probably wanted to be with you but never quite committed yeah that's my whole thing (laughs) i know (laughs) you're talking about me that's what i'm saying like i feel like we've all been that person and then at the end you're like well just give me an answer when she's like i think you'd break down if our kids had cancer you're like that's not nice (laughs) you know like (laughs) you don't want that answer just go on it's yeah guys i really thought she was talking about like a cold like i like cancer didn't (laughs) register i totally thought i read it the same way you guys did i read it as cancer i was like oh she's going worst case scenario like that's weird like yeah anyone would be scared the first time their kid their baby had a cold (laughs) i i think also becca just got tired of him just got tired of blake like being blake all the time and being like just so much of just like oh i have to like calm you down the whole time there was one time when she was talking about her families after the family thing and she was like oh my sister wasn't there last year and he goes why Mm -hmm. and she just kept talking she She didn't answer she She was just like i don't she's like i don't fucking save your goddamn questions can i'm we, just wasting time here can we do I'm a just talking parallel because when garrett was about to talk about her sister he was like "Ooh, dolphins <laughs> <laughs> that's right i just felt like your sister and i oh my god there's a dolphin and then and then literally all she Great could dolphin. offer to the conversation is that one looks like a macaroni and cheese noodle <laughs> i was like are you I, I yeah. don't talk about anything. And that's exactly if that's the conversation she wants, then she yeah, it then then she doesn't need Wait, Blake. but we're really glossing over the most important important part of the episode, which is shame on the bachelor producers for not getting her fucking sister in hair and makeup, you guys. <sighs> the hair in her interviews <laughs> got bigger and bigger. <laughs> Every time they cut to her. You're talking about I'm, the curly the, the curly, curly like, somewhat like, blonde. It dirty was blonde. Monica in the Bahamas last season of <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I am not saying her sister is not a beautiful woman. I'm just saying mm-hmm. there's a full glam team. Somebody help her out. Give her a little <laughs> right. hairspray. One thing. Hundred percent. Like there is like you can always beat the elements. Yeah. Like if you have enough people and products, like you can beat the elements a little bit. Also oh, never mind, I'm not gonna say it, it was too no, bad. <laughs> like listen. Like, if Sarah's, like, hair is too nice sometimes, I'm like, oh, I have to stay inside today. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it is, like, it would be a real bummer if your sister looked like Becca. Yeah. But I'm, 
loved Emily. I thought she was so cool. And I pro Emily for Bachelorette. But I was like, oh, God, this is this is like as a sister who sometimes <laughs> feels the weight of comparison. Like, that's a bummer. I knew I knew I shouldn't have said it. No, it's I'm, fine. No. That's, Everyone's that's staring at me thing. silently. No, yeah. it's, it's, I, no it's real. I'm <laughs> She's so like, my hair, say my hair looks amazing all the time. No, 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 no. no. It, yeah. It, like, really, though, imagine if Becca Kufrin was your sister and then yeah. you had to be on freaking TV next door like that sucks. <laughs> sure. But she only looks good in athleisure. She doesn't. Oh, she I mean, does. yes, obviously she looks horrid in all of her guys. Clothes. I found out that her finale dress cost eighteen thousand dollars. It looks like somebody put some mirrors on a fucking beach cover up. Like I don't. <laughs> who? Uh, how? How? Alyssa, work backwards here. <laughs> how the hell did you get to that figure? I. Because her fashion has been like a big point of contention. Worst for the stylist season. in Bachelor Which, history. I'm going to drop a bomb on you guys. I don't know if you know this. It's the same stylist that JoJo had. So it's wow. Becca. It has to be Becca. Wow. She just likes, I, she likes to wear dresses with things that only cover like the bottom part of her arms. She like loves sl- the upper part of up, her stomach. Upper too. part of sleeve is like never there. It's like half sleeve that's like opened. In like a sort of blouse. I'm bad at talking about. Are you clothes. trying to say off the shoulder? No, oh. like okay, <laughs> okay. This is my most male is that I don't know how to talk about clothes in any good way. Okay. Like it, it clo- it's it's cla- it's together at the top and then together at the bottom. Oh. <laughs> but like in the middle, there's like parts of it that's like open and like okay, air it okay, out okay, 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 like blousey. It's called a cold shoulder. Is that what it is? Yeah. But it's also like a cold elbow and a cold like forearm sure. yeah yeah and there's like and and i know the like it's almost like your sleeve with like a wing but then they like clasped it right at the wrist mm-hmm. right there's a lot of that i you've just blew my mind i'm sorry <laughs> can you go back to how you figured out $18,000 okay so i wanted to do like a review of all her outfits because not one of them was good i would say her post finale no, dress her, her her hot pink dress at the in the finale was like fine her best outfit was when she wore leggings and a football jersey yeah. on the football date that yeah. was the best outfit she her body is amazing she should only wear leggings yeah and football jerseys there were so many times where i was like rooting for her like she would come there was one time she came out and she was wearing this like silver sequin long sleeve dress and i was like oh that's like almost normal and cute and then part of it is like red and all of a sudden and just unnecessary jewelry and like unnecessary eyeshadow and it's just it's a train wreck it's really I so I wanted to see like a review of all of her outfits and people magazine ran a like basically the designer that did her dresses for the um first night and the last night is the same one essentially and he should be fucking ashamed of himself (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it was like, I, I don't know, like egregious prices for, okay. so you went to the text. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, so I figure like you guys, we have talked for a bit now and we've broken down a lot and I'm really <laughs> proud of us. Um, let's, why don't we just like sort of talk about both family interactions? Okay. Mm-hmm. Which family do you, who do you think the families liked better? Well, I, I would say they liked Garrett more. Garrett was first. The sister definitely had a good feel for Garrett. Sure. 
and uh i it's the family thing to me it's amazing how hmm every family on the show is always so well versed in bachelor speak it's like do they give them a list of like phrases to term and like uh, I want him to guard your heart and well, like those kinds of things. Do normal people say that? And I've just been like <laughs> avoiding people that say guard your heart. Well, most of these people were also like <laughs> contestants <laughs> before. So they probably watched their season. But like the mom and dad, I mean, even yes. like, I'm, I'm saying like, like Becca's mom watched her on Ari. I know, it was on Ari. Season. Every, but, uh, oh, ev- but even on Ari. everybody. Yeah. Okay. Ev- so you guys at this hometown. point, I'm assuming have met each other's parents. What is the conversation been? What's the jargon? When I talk to your mom, does she say, you need me to guard your heart? No, she, what does she say to you? I don't know. Uh, have a little, uh, cake, little tiny cake that I made. I that's know. tasty. I don't know where this is going. Is your mother a baker? No. Oh. She's a great, she she's a great cook she's though. She's never given Mike any cake. Yeah, she has. Those little oh, things. Oh, Kugel. He's talking, okay. He's talking about... Passover vegetable kugel that but my it's like mom cake makes. looking. It's, it's very like so good. Tasty. It's great. It's very anyway, sweet. Yeah. We don't talk about love very often. <laughs> okay. What you're trying to say is uh, Alyssa's mom did not tell you to guard her heart no. or use bachelor uh, phrases no, I to think, frame the relationship. And that's why it's always so strange to me that like, it's all it's already ready there. Like if I had if I okay, so if you had to put me and say, Hey, my brother, for an example, is going on the bachelor and Here's and he's on a hometown and they're coming and the bachelorette's gonna come here and talk to you. I I would talk to her like a normal person. I I I feel like I wouldn't be able to be like okay. Talk about things in the like in the, in the sense of like, I want you to push her, like push each other. It's like what does that mean? Just be like, how's it going? Like, what's your life like? Do you know who did talk normal? Jason's family. Yeah. Yeah. They and were also so they had normal. the nicest uh, interior design of their yes, house. Yes, I agree. The house was gorgeous. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to take a second and talk about okay. Garrett's, Garrett's family's? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please. Gar- I've interior got, I've got design got of family. and it's beautiful. Go. Okay. So yep, let's stage. just talk about Garrett. I'm un- I want to give his family the benefit of the doubt and say that they didn't just like literally buy everything at the front of cost plus and put it up like <laughs> and maybe the producers added some decor for him to fill out the spaces. So I don't know, man, but it was like every fucking painting of wine you could ever find in a Target cost plus <laughs> and home goods combined. There was like fake vines coming down from the kitchen shelves with large <laughs> and small bottles of wine and wine glasses and grapes like everywhere <laughs> i mean he they had an entire gallery wall of just paintings of grapes and wine and like there's wine glasses and wine glasses and then on top of that there was like fucking alice in wonderland topiaries behind every couch in every <laughs> single room it was like a fake jungle and then he had one of those um his mom like had one of those lamps that has like a feather rim and with beads hanging down that my mom was like making in 2002 so i don't know what's happening in reno or whatever wherever they live whatever middle of california town they They're live in 20 year uh delay yeah catch up guys that was all without any notes she just recited yeah, the Alyssa, entire interior design that of- was all from memory you also <laughs> noticed one other thing uh from that date um, maybe an interaction between Garrett and his oh. brother. Oh, that was well, that was my so thing. Oh, was I, that Mike? Oh, sorry. Uh, was Garrett and his brother. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about when I took the picture of the lamp because it was so crazy to me that those things still existed anywhere. <laughs> it looked like Garrett was making out with his mom for a second. Oh, but yeah. you, yeah, you did notice. No, but the Garrett and his brother thing, we saw, we got to see Garrett's brother in the, in the tell-all afterwards. Uh, Garrett walks into his hometown with Becca next to him and does like a half like peace sign over his eyes salute <laughs> and like kind of like, and his brother like looked at him, did the same thing, and was like eh, right back to him. And then everyone was like, "That's normal stuff. That's just how they normally greet each other." Yeah. Well, back to my life. Brother to brother thing. <laughs> nice and also you. another thing is, do, did you guys talk about Garrett's dad like making fun of Garrett for saying like "I love you" to his grandma? Yeah. Oh we yeah, did. that was so dark. That was. I mean, tough. like, oh, I love oh. you. I miss you. I miss you, grandma. Like he like he so like taunted sad. his kid for saying he loves his grandma. Like the more that he talks uh. about like, oh, my ex girlfriend wanted to, or my ex wife, I'm sorry, wanted to drive a wedge between me and my family. It's like maybe there was a good reason. <laughs> maybe she was pretty astute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is actually like a good segue back into Bega's family because Uncle Chuck. I, I, he, I, I'm gonna. I, I totally agree with you. They asked you. They asked some like pretty producer, yeah, feedy questions. Um, but Uncle Chuck also asked him, "How were you able to marry a woman and quit two months later? And are you gonna do that to Becca?" Which I thought was a pretty dope question. I yeah. thought that was like pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that guy was just seemed like a really sweet man. He called Garrett a poet. She has fabulous uncles. <laughs> I mean, she does. I mean, she's been through a lot. Like she does. I, though, didn't, like, I mean, what about it is a dope question. I mean, sometimes things just don't work, right? Well, I, that's a hard question. Like, it, like after two months, like, two months, two months is, like, a pretty small amount of time to decide that something's not working. That's true. Yeah, it's almost, like, you didn't try. <laughs> yeah, like, it takes me, like, two months to decide if I'm going to sign up for a Zumba class. <laughs> like, what did you not know Two months prior to that, Did I guess. Did you guys see their wedding video that's online? No. It's crazy. What? Alex is nodding that she did. What? Yeah, it's still online. They seemed really in love. It's really weird <laughs> to me, too, because he he kind of talks about it like it was like a whirlwind, a whirlwind romance. Like, they got married on a whim, and it's like, your families are both there. It was very much, like, paid for and, like, planned. Yeah. Like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was, like, not some, like... <laughs> You know what we should do this weekend? Kind of wedding. <laughs> I th I think Becca and Garrett's relationship. I just keep thinking about do I think they're gonna last? And I think they have a better, a, as good a chance to last as like anybody on this show, um, because you probably thought like Ben and Lauren were gonna last. Um, Still do. But as far as oh, that, oh, sorry. as far as far <laughs> I was as thinking that Ari goes, and Lauren. <laughs> but as far as that goes, like to me, the they don't again they don't talk about anything. Garrett and Becca, like they laugh. They just like giggle when they're around each other, which is like cute for uh, people that are in love and in, in lust for the first time and in near and close. But like eventually, like the bachelor perks and the locations are all going to like dry up when they're doing nothing. It's they're they're not going to be nervous laughing around each other anymore. They're just going to be sitting there being like, ah, oh. I know. And this is like. This has always kind of been my thing, too, is Garrett's just, like, whenever she's, like, not, like, God, she's worried about, like, Blake not being able to deal with, like, a sick kid. Like, anytime Becca's, like, down, Garrett's, like, why are you sad? <laughs> like, be happy. <laughs> like, he, he, like, freaks out. And it's, like, I, oh, uh, I just, I don't know. I just really don't. The other weird thing, too, is, like, so 
okay so becca's family and this is kind of the producery question side of what they were saying about garrett they were saying he's like a risk and is he gonna challenge her right that is very interesting to me i don't know it's kind of coded language i think they maybe were commenting on like you're a career woman you work in pr you don't want to just not work and be a wife and a mother. It seems like that's what he wants. I think she does, though. Yeah. I think she does, and maybe maybe they didn't realize that that was something that she wanted, or, like, I I don't know. Maybe she's, like, not talking to them. She's like, I'm getting older. I do just want to, like, stay at home and, like, have a family. But I I think that she does want that. I don't, like, I don't don't know. (laughs) Is it possible because, like, I feel like um, I'm, I've been living in L.A. too long, so I'm like, oh, we're all in Saturn Returns. But, like, <laughs> is it possible that her whole life she assumed that she wanted to be, like, a career woman? And then now that she yeah, has a little tired. bit of a taste, yeah, she's like, oh, you know what? You can take care of me. <laughs> well, she made a shit ton of money off this. Maybe she's just like, I'm going to ride these speaking engagements out forever and if you want to keep working and be fine i'm she doesn't have to work she'll honestly she'll probably start some sort of like charity or do something with like a cancer survivors Mm -hmm. or maybe kids with cancer um like i i bet you're right i bet she doesn't keep working which is like fine most of them don't like (laughs) yeah yeah the fact that rachel still is still a practicing lawyer is like the coolest thing it's crazy the other thing that was interesting about her family was that they kept asking Blake what he thought about Garrett. And I remember last season, yep. her, Ari's family kept asking what she thought about what's her Lauren. face. Lauren. They're yeah. all named Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just thought, I just, I don't know. I feel like they watched, they must have watched Becca go through that. It was kind of a bummer for him. I've really felt bad for Blake in that instance. You know, they also could have like asked Garrett about Blake and just like not showed it or something. But I agree. It's just like, that sucks. Like to go to meet your girlfriend's parents for the first, or like family for the first time. Like all, they're just like, tell me about the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, I just keep getting hung up on, on, I think Garrett played this all, aside from the bad, all the liking and being a terrible person in general. Yeah. I think he played the season really, really well. I think, I think he, it, I think we talked about this last season. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect amount of be mysterious, be easy, mm-hmm. be vulnerable in short bursts, mm-hmm. and then just be like hot and normal. You're right. He and cried at the it. right time. Yeah. That's right. There was one time, okay, this is my favorite moment of the season. <laughs> My favorite moment of the season, I think about it so often. So it was when Chris R was being like a spaz <laughs> and doing and doing his whole thing. And he interrupted, I think he interrupted a Garrett date or put her in a bad mood. And Garrett, yeah, it was the one when Garrett was like, she was like, Becca was like, okay, can I, can you give me a second? I need to walk away. And he's like, yeah, totally, totally. And so he, Garrett goes and rejoins the group of guys as Becca goes and walks off and like looks mm-hmm. off of like the sunset or something. And Garrett is like, oh no, take your time. Of course, of course. And then he gets back to the guys and is like, basically turns to Chris like, what the fuck, man? I was going to open up to her tonight. <laughs> and I was just like, just saying that out loud mm-hmm. and being like, ah, this is, I was planning on being vulnerable and it's my dastardly master plan <laughs> and you're ruining this for me with the fact that you're still dating her also. Wow. Okay. So he really showed the cards in terms of like his master planning. Wow. So Garrett is 
maybe a little bit more savvy than we've been giving him any sort of credit for. Can I say something horrible or ask something horrible? So we've been talking about if they're going to stay together. I think that we've all kind of been thinking like, oh, is Becca going to figure out he's a loser and dump his ass? Like there's a world I feel like where Garrett would dump Becca. Yeah. Yeah. Like I actually see that even if he is shitty, like I kind of see her like sticking with the loyalty thing and like, let's just like work at it. Yeah. And like him being like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm moving and then on. just running for, Oh my God. That's exactly what his family's been saying this whole time. Yeah. Wow. And then just running for governor is like a, like a full alt-right Republican. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Can we, since we're on Garrett, can we talk about, can we go back to social media for a second? Yeah. yeah. Because he's addressed it multiple times because every single interview in the last 24 hours, have, people have asked him about this because it's clearly upsetting. Rightfully so. So in their interview, oh, I think it was with people and they were like, I watched one of the clips online today and um, they were like asking him about it. His response was, well, I'm an Amer- I'm a patriotic person that supports our troops. So when I scroll through and I see somebody in uniform, I double tap without thinking about it. But and I and they did not press him on it. They were just like, so are you saying you don't believe in the messages that you liked? And he said, no, I don't believe in them. But it's like that to me was like obviously such a crafted response, but it also made all like literally zero sense because yeah. the only thing that he liked was a picture that uh joked it was like a soldier playing with a yeah. child and it like joked about throwing at the immigrants yeah. back over the wall like it was like what and, and then he was like I now know Becca's now educated me to know that just because there's a picture doesn't mean that the message is saying the right thing so she's taught me that there are comments and there are captions and there are other parts of the image that I'm not paying attention to so now I know that when I look at a picture I also have to read the words on it like he literally said that as his response Mm -hmm. I just want to talk about it so Garrett's telling us that as a 28 year old, 29 year old man, he doesn't understand how to read a meme. Like yes. that's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not even a caption under an Instagram photo, like text on the picture, you know, <laughs> I yeah. just also like that's a cop out because he, it, he also like memes about Parkland students. And my thing uh, is like, yeah, also there are other pictures that don't involve our troops. Like there was yeah. a picture of like most of them didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Conservatives girls versus left like feminist girls. There was a picture um about the NFL. There's a picture about like boys playing little boys playing with gun ver- guns versus little boys putting makeup on. Yeah. Like that doesn't involve the troops. You know, it's just like it's a cop out and he also didn't apologize like he, what he apologized for was I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. Right. Like it wasn't like it wasn't really a mindful apology. No. Like in, he, in he said he made a mistake. Yeah. And it's like, no, you make a mistake. You like knock something over by accident. Also, and you say, if I'll be you're less clumsy. But like, you know, I made a mistake. I, I held all these horrible opinions. If and you're an all right oh. person. I, I don't respect you, but I will respect you more if you're like, I, let me justify my beliefs to you <laughs> rather yeah. than being like, oh, I'm a pussy and I just like pictures because I don't know how to read. Well, and I know that's literally he basically was like, I don't know how to read. And as in this, it, this was a video clip and it was very weird. It wasn't like anything formal. They were just sitting on a couch and it was literally like a camcorder, like yeah. maybe an iPhone. filming. This. And um and as he was like trying to come up, he was like, well, Becca showed me. And then he would like look at Becca and she was like feeding him the words. I was like, this is sad to watch. Right. Like, this is uh, so upsetting. So 
I have a bit of a a pro Becca take here, a pro them staying together. Because like, okay, obviously a very tumultuous time for our country mm-hmm. and our political system, society falling apart at the seams. There's a line between good and evil that seems to be pretty clear cut at this point. Is this, are you drawing this from... <laughs> We were talking about Harry Potter before this. No, 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 no. <laughs> not a Harry Potter thing. I was like, are we, are we going back no, to we're not. But HP text? I will, I will say that everyone says, like, you got look, you got to become engaged in the political system. We went and canvassed a couple weeks ago. You're supposed to be, like, talking to people and especially talking to your family about this stuff because it's like, hey, come on, this is hurting people. You're doing, it's, it is your duty as a human being to just, like, Talk to people and hopefully, especially the people near you, convince them to not be such a fucking idiot. And Becca staying with him and being in a relationship with him could be like, hey, he's dumb enough. And if he wants to be in a relationship with her enough, he, he she could just like convince him like, oh, OK, I was wrong. Like she might be the best of us doing what we should. She should be doing of like convincing hateful assholes to be more aware of the shit they're spewing. Is this how we win back the house? I think this is. If, <laughs> if she can convince him to like vote blue in a swing state in Nevada, in Nevada, then like the bachelor's doing good stuff. Wow. My God. So all along she's been a feminist. Hero. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be one vote. Garrett's single day. vote is going to win back the house. Oh my God. God, I'm going to, that's going to be something that keeps me up tonight. (laughs) I'm going to be like, oh my God, she's been doing it right the whole time. Okay. As we are like talking about Garrett, I want to, I want to swing back for a win on Blake. Okay. Um, Uncle Chuck, like famous Uncle Chuck, who's apparently replaced Uncle Gary, who's known for asking the tough, tough cues, basically asked Blake to throw Garrett under the bus. And say, why should I be worried about Garrett? And Blake didn't do it. And I thought that was kind of a classy move. Mm-hmm. Did you guys clock that? They're nodding. They're nodding. Yeah. They agree. They agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. I think I don't think he's a bad guy. I think I think Blake has an honor code that he lives by mm-hmm. and that he feels like he's good. There also might not be anything bad he can say about Garrett because Garrett's just like a piece of gray clay that somebody left behind and a poet sitting there (laughs) and also a poet right um no i do i think that's a that was a cool thing i also think blake might have been just sweating so much that he couldn't really hear anything that anyone was saying okay um why don't we just skip ahead to the proposal how do you think that she handled it i you should never you, you, it should never be where they show up in a suit and are literally like, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And then you're just like, <sighs> like I, it should always be how Andy dumped Nick. <laughs> but that's been the model. Most women have dumped their men prior to R- Rachel dumped Peter before Did Jojo dump Robbie before. I think Robbie, I think Robbie proposed. Robbie yeah. proposed. And I, I think, I think Nick with Caitlin too. Caitlin didn't dump Nick early. Mm, okay, I got my I got my stats wrong. So so I listened to uh, Juliet Littman's podcast, uh, Bachelor Party, I believe it's called, um, today, and it had on she had on in separate individually she had Ben Higgins, Nick Vial, and Rachel Lindsay, and she asked them all this question. And they were talking about it, and uh, there were diverting opinions about it because on the one hand, yes, it's horrible to have to go through all of that and ask someone to 
marry you that as their face belies the fact that they're going to say no. But also saying a full, like thought out, well-worded, loving speech endears you to America and the bachelor producers and gives you a better chance at becoming the next bachelor. So again, we go back to the Ari versus Becca thing because it's a shitty thing for technically for Ari to put Becca through this horrific experience, but it endeared America enough to Becca where she became our bachelorette. Yeah. Do you guys agree that she would have never been the bachelorette? 100%. Definitely. But then, okay. So the Rachel thing, Rachel did break up with Peter in obviously a very memorable piece of television history. I'll never forget it. uh, Before the proposal. And Rachel said, that in watching last night, I feel like I'm like a correspondent that just knows. <laughs> I, like I talked to her. <laughs> Rachel said that she got mad watching it last night because she thought that Becca and Garrett had such a nice moment and she had got to have their moment together and it was all a celebration. But on her season, because she broke up with Peter beforehand and there was no drama in the Brian proposal, all of the drama was in the breakup and they played that out and it was all about her and Peter and it made it seem like her and Peter were this, this hot and heavy thing. Then she had to settle for Brian and she said that wasn't the case. And it upsets me that it upsets her. I'm speaking as Rachel. Right. Now. Yes, of course. It upsets me, Rachel <laughs> Lindsay, that, that I didn't get to have that like nice send off sort of capstone to my season. That is such an interesting take. Uh, however, most of the times when they break up with them early, it's not as dramatic as Rachel's breakup with Peter. Sure. So like if it wasn't like it, I, I think we read that it was 10 hours long, like filming the, the, the filming of the breakup was 10 hours with Peter. Yeah. Oh my it God. was a, it was like a full 10 hour thing that they like crammed into <laughs> a few minutes for us. Um, but yeah. So like, I mean, I don't think it was like quite as dramatic when Andy dumped, Nick and she still kind of got to have her special moment, even though everyone like hated Josh Murray and still does. And so Nick says, so he obviously got broken up by Caitlin and Andy. And yeah. once was he did the proposal once he didn't. Yeah. And Nick said that he, his moment proposing was his best moment on television. Wow. Even though so she said no, it's just your, whether you're going to become the bachelor or not, it is just kind of your way of being like, I'm a good person. And yeah. that's what you leave everybody with. Cause it's hard to be so happy for the couple that just like destroyed another yeah. human being's life. Yeah. Wow. It was tough. I mean, Blake really, I think, felt it more than the average. He cried into a, uh, a, hand, a towel. hand towel, which I was like, oh, thank God someone has that because he's having. <laughs> uh, he was wiping it off on his face. Oh, God. The entire time he was saying his speech, I was just like, somebody give this poor guy a towel. Would, like, would you be able to. OK, so if you if you did decide. As Becca, you, Alex, as Becca, mm-hmm. I'm going to let this guy propose Yeah. in the hopes that it will allow him to become the bachelor. If you've done that math in your head ahead of time okay. and you're like, I'm just going to be the bigger person. I have to be a bad guy. I have to let this person down mm-hmm. and I'm at least going to let them prove their case to America mm-hmm. beforehand. Would you be able to like keep a straight face? No. I would lose die? it. I would literally be, I, I was thinking about this the entire time. I would, I would turn to the producers, ask them if they could get him a towel. Like that was the first thing that came through my mind because I'd be nervous that they would, he would look so ridiculous on camera. And, um, I, for one have never been good at 
keeping a straight face in any situation. <laughs> I'm well known at my previous job for being the girl who cries all the time. Oh, no. We were like screening in front of our presidents one time and it was the scene in a pilot where a girl went into a conference room to cry and my boss sat in front of the presidents. <laughs> Look, Alex, it's you. <laughs> um, so I might not be like the right person to ask. <laughs> um, but no, I, that's not that's not my superpower. You'd be able to tell on my face. I was a little freaked out by how composed she was. Actually, Yeah. People are liars. I think I would have held it together. I do because like I think in that I, I think I would have been like so nervous and so shaky and just all I wouldn't even hear what they were saying to me. I think all I would yeah. hear in my head is what I'm about to say to tell them no. And that's like like the more I focus on that, I probably wouldn't cry. I think we should com- campaign for them to be able to wear short pantsuit. Why do like they like have LeBron, to wear like a suit? No, I don't know. Why? They're in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Oh my god, it was so hot. Wear she nice didn't have sleeves. Like, Derek should be allowed to wear board shorts. That's who he is. Last looks, like while we're getting her coverage, like let's do a little pause, get some powder in there. Yeah. Like I also have a question yeah. while we're on the proposal. Like, are they allowed to say proposing? Is proposing like Super Bowl, yeah, and if they, they can't say it, get down on one they knee. They only say get on a it's knee. It's really weird. Oh, I don't know. I, or do they think it's like a fun slang that they get to say? Also, that it's like what a, do we think about her ring being gold? Mine's gold. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, what do we think about it? Can I see yours? Yeah, it's it. rose gold. Okay. It's very well, that's trendy. different than yellow gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing about your ring looked like hers. I, I thought both of those rings were so gaudy and disgusting. I was not into either cut. Sarah, I, I would have waited like a, another half a second before you said, Mine's Yeah, because all I said was, what do we think about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, this girl at work the other day, I like, I just have to tell. <laughs> so like, I was like washing my hands in the bathroom and then I took my ring off to put lotion on. And one of my other friends was like, oh, like it gets, I'm always nervous when you do that. I think it's going to like fall down the sink or like you're going to lose it or whatever. And this other girl that was in the bathroom was like, oh, well, why do you take it off? Is it like costume jewelry? Oh, and I no! was like, no, it's like my engagement ring. And she just goes, oh my God, it's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. Oh no. It's untraditional. It's untraditional. <laughs> That's, That's a great really story. <laughs> That's tough. Um, should, should we just move in real quick? Any final thoughts on the, uh, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, wait. Yeah, my final question is, who do you guys think is going to be The Bachelor and who do you think should be The Bachelor? No, 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 no. Let's talk about the after the final rose before uh, we get into like final, final thoughts. But what did you guys think about their appearance together after the, well, Blake and Garrett's appearance together after the final rose? I felt like Blake probably had some false hope that she was going to do like a switcheroo and he... <laughs> Blake just like... <laughs> consistently refreshing his DMs like all the time. It's like, yeah. is, it, is it, is the internet working mom? Buddy. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, we always are every time, Coach somebody, every time someone gets voted off the bachelor, we like make ourselves feel better for them by being like, Oh, well now they're going to get laid so much more than they would have in their regular of life. Course. That's how we feel better as people. <laughs> and Mike and I were just imagining like Blake crying while he's getting a blowjob. <laughs> No, but he said, I felt bad because he said, you know, he's on the couch and he's like searching for any sign of like feelings. And he's like, no, I can tell she's clearly happy. <laughs> and it's like, buddy, you can, you're going to be better off. Don't worry. 
tough. And he had to leave even before the finals. He had to just like n- navigate the Maldives like by himself. There was like, he like walked or walked away and there was like a, like a bike, <sighs> just one bike left. And it was like, Hey, take a bird home, uh, take a bird through the Maldives. And eventually uh, you'll, you'll, you'll make your hotel. I, I, there were so many, I mean, they did a really good job making him look like he was isolated as hell. Yeah. I also really related to the feeling or I didn't relate. Well, I empathize with the feeling when he said that he had to go through it alone. I think he said it on after the final rose and he said it during um, like his breakup. He's like, now I have to go through this alone. That was a very real. Yeah. And yeah. And I recently went through like a, like a pretty tough breakup. And like the thing that sort of got me through was um, I felt solace in knowing that this person also felt as I felt a connection or I felt less alone knowing that this person who I love so much was feeling the same way that I did. I felt less alone knowing that they were probably just as sad as I was. Yeah. But in Garrett's case, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Blake's like the opposite. All, it was the opposite. Yeah. He was like, like that must be so isolating to know that like, Oh, I really am just experiencing this. Well, alone Nick myself. said again, I'm sorry to speak for my, my, uh, <laughs> Can my you friends speak as him. As yeah, one, so I, I, Nick Vial DM'd Blake to just check in on him. Yes, it was nice of me. Move to Venice. We just found out that Nick Vial lives in Venice. I'm going to be on the lookout for him and Sheena everywhere I go. Oh, my God. That'd be a great couple. Uh, But yeah, but but Nick said Nick said that Blake was like still feeling it. And you can tell he said when I sent a DM to Robbie, you could tell he was over it pretty quick. Uh, But but Nick. Nick was speaking of Sheena, but Blake was speaking of Sheena. That's right. Oh man! But Blake was Blake was still feeling it. And that's the thing. It's like at the very least, in a very cynical show, you can't look at Blake and say, "Oh, you didn't give a shit. You're just gaming the system." Like he was there. He was there for her. He's not well, but he was there for her, and he and he bought all the way in. And uh, you know, I hope he gets his. Yeah. Blowjob. I don't think he should be on I don't think he should be the bachelor but I would like to see him go on bachelor in paradise and have a happy ending with somebody 100% that's when he'll be ready by next yeah. summer I feel like he'll be ready and in the meantime time heals all wounds Blake cry through as many blowjobs as you need to and then until you feel healed there I, are girls that would be willing to go through that with yeah. you. And then they'll tell everybody, I gave Blake from a Bachelor a blowjob and he cried the whole time. Like, that's a great story, ladies. Get on it. And Wherever you, he is, find him. And Blake everybody could give wins. that to someone. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Blake could give that story to someone. All he has to do is <laughs> open his heart and stop guarding it. Wow. It all comes back to jargon. What did you think about Becca and Garrett's final appearance together? I was mostly just waiting for them to... I didn't think yeah. Chris was going to ask the question about about the tweets yeah. or the Instagram. Which, likes. by the way, he didn't really say what they were about or anything. That's He's right. Like, There's been a controversy. It's <laughs> always vague. Bat- no, no one handles a controversy worse than The Bachelor and more uh, like self-congratulatory and back patty. Just be like, let's gather everyone around and ask if we did a good job covering the mm. Corinne and DeMario thing. So we yeah. fixed You guys all say uh, yes because we're paying rape. you? <laughs> That's great. Okay. That's all then. 100%. And so, I mean, good for them for asking, but like, you know. Andy Cohen wouldn't have would, would have would have pressed a little bit harder yeah. on that one. Oh yes, I think that they actually looked like so happy. Yeah, like I was like, wow, she is like actually glowing. Yeah, it felt awkward to me. Like to me, they thought that they in my head, I was like, they they both think they're so cute. 
and so charming in a way that just like really annoys me. I know we've been spending a lot of time plugging other people's podcasts during this one, but like Bitch Sesh, is, which is my favorite yes, podcast. Yeah. Everybody should go listen to it. They talked about like how um, uh, Juliet or uh, Julia Roberts like is so charmed by her own performances in <laughs> like in all of her rom-coms. Like she like loves the way that her fan face dances around the camera. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's exactly how I felt about this couple. I was like, they're so into how cute they look right now. Also, I have a very personal question. Have you guys ever dated somebody that you could feel all your friends hated? Mm. I have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I felt like two of my really close friends hated him, but then everyone else was just like so indifferent about him too. <laughs> there's like a level. So it's like that might be worse. <laughs> there's a level of like doubling down that you have to do inside yourself to not be made to be such a fool. Like if she at this point was like, "Yeah, you're right. He's horrible." <laughs> like it just makes her look so stupid. Yeah. Like she would essentially have to say, "I was being stupid," you know? And I don't it takes a long time to get to that point. It takes like many, many, many times of you saying, please stop liking naked women on Instagram and him saying, it's art. Why are you mad at me <laughs> to get to that point? Do you want to let people know that this wasn't me? I already said it wasn't you. Just to just really put a really fine point on yes! it. <laughs> oh, you're mad that I like art? Yeah, I am. When it's all vagina. <laughs> like... Anyway, <laughs> it's a personal, it's a personal issue, I guess. So you guys have never had that happen to you is what, is what Maybe, she's asking. No, 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 not on that level. Like before my like ex-boyfriend, I would always like date jerks and I just felt like everyone was like, ugh, when right. are you going to find a nice guy? But like, um, not to the level where I was like intimately involved with somebody that everybody hated. And I would imagine that would take a lot of mental gymnastics to, yeah. <laughs> to overcome. I would add, I, I do agree that anyone on television like acting happy with each other I'm just like fuck you a little bit sure yeah uh, <laughs> it's my personal thing no 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 oh, okay. we're gonna leave it there we're gonna leave it right <laughs> packed up by the door and and I do think that if had Becca ended up with Blake how they talk about like oh we're so like weird and like awkward and like cute and like we finish each other's sentences that would have been even worse in the final rows where they were like jumping all over each other, like giggling. The Garrett to me was like, yeah, we're happy. Cause like we can touch and, uh, stuff. And but she likes the, he likes the way she says bag. <laughs> yeah. He likes the way she says bag. That was bag. the deepest thing he said about <laughs> her, by the way. Uh, the other ones were the freckles on her face and her soft lips. <laughs> um, and also he doesn't make, she, uh, he doesn't get butterflies. He gets eagles. Eagles. <laughs> Go birds. Go birds. E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> This is a room of Philadelphians, people. Oh, um, okay, Sarah, now ask your question. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Who is going to be the next Bachelor, and who do you want to be the next Bachelor? Do you want to start? I want Jason with a, a new haircut to be the next Boom. Bachelor. Only, only the, if he keeps the hair. No, he cannot. <laughs> there's no other haircut he could have. It's so, su- <laughs> it's so surprisingly cute. It's like the ultimate hockey hair. Like I respect uh, it. Here's what I want. I if want you had a regular, but like, 
tight fade, you're just like, oh, that guy. Bring Jonathan from Queer Eye in. Mm. Do a little, mm. you know. A crossover. Promo. Yeah. <laughs> a little like online <laughs> season promo of him getting his hair blow dried with the round brush. <laughs> well, now, now I just want Jonathan to be The Bachelor. Wow. Oh, that'd be pretty good. I want Anthony. Oh. And it's, no, I mean, I love JVN like for ever but I also anthony. anthony would be such a good bachelor how many if anthony if anthony was the bachelor how many of the men would also have like kerchiefs on their neck <laughs> and like wear a kimono yeah <laughs> um okay mike oh wait you want jason to be do you yeah, think he I will be who will be i it's getting tough i mean i think their their system is sort of broken at this point i, I, I really think like the amount of texting and Instagram messaging and stuff that all the bachelor pool does beforehand kind of ruins the show and makes like picking from previous contestants less interesting. Like that's why we got Ari out of nowhere, basically. Um, I don't know. I know you guys said that there was a rumor that Ben Higgins would be the next bachelor. While I like Ben as a person, I do not feel like he's worthy of a second chance because he picked the most doll Girl, I love Lauren B. No, you don't. Yes, so you don't. Do. You don't. So you don't. You don't. I don't, don't love her on my TV, but I love her in the world as a person. Mike once <laughs> said something very poignant about her, um, which was, "We feel like she thinks the most interesting thing about herself is that she lives near Panda Express." So, take that for what you will. Does she? <laughs> no, we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think she lives in Marina Del Rey, actually. So yeah. I would love to see her and Sheena hanging out, you know? <laughs> this is a very pro-Sheena podcast. We need Sheena. We need more Sheena. You guys are acquiring such a, like, a crew. Like, <laughs> I am not going to be surprised if, like, I see you at a Panda, Panda Express with you, Nick, Lauren, yeah. Sheena, having brunch on a Sunday. Just being crazy kids. Honestly, I would cry. <laughs> Mike, who do you want? Do so you I do be? think that they're... I think they're going to have to pick someone from this season because between Nick and Ari, that's two seasons in a row where they didn't pick a guy from that season. But I also think that they really want a black bachelor, black bachelor. You think and that they do? I think oh that God. they do. Yeah. I, wow, I'm actually surprised. While well, I, Channing while, said that. While I Channing love, Dungy, president of ABC. Oh. Sorry. Well, the reason I'm surprised is just because like Rachel's season got bad ratings yeah and i and i'm sad like i I mean she's like amazing and it's like stupid and like i don't agree with it but yeah i do still think that they want it Mm. um and i love wills yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, i I think he was just easily the the, like the easiest hang out of anybody him and jason are the easiest hang out of anybody in the season i don't think that he has enough like he's not up enough he's pretty just like even what about kenny from can Rachel. He, can he be interesting? Yeah. yeah. But he has a kid. It 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 seems to me like we are, we live in a very celebrity culture. I bet they pick, I bet they go back into the former athlete well and, and pick like some like 32 year old athlete whose career is over. I think that they should do that. Like let's pull someone out that we've never seen before. Yeah. yeah. Peter has a lot of love too. He'll, I don't think he'll do it. Yeah. If Peter never does another bachelor show i will have so much respect for him yeah i agree yeah i might have a lot of fun watching him as the bachelor though <laughs> i don't know i well, who do you well, think Alex? are we discounting eric is he no eric would be interesting eric just showed up on my hinge by the way whoa i took, I, I took a screenshot how's wow. he looking 
So great. I, well, I met him. I met him outside of Warner Brothers one time. He was auditioning for Lucifer. and He's an actor? Uh, trying to be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we, we're, we're, we've been emailing him to try to get him on the pod. So, yeah, he's killing it, crushing it, loving <laughs> I it. I like Eric a lot. Yeah, so do I. And yeah. I think he's so good at talking about his feelings. And, like, I, he truly took my breath away when I met him in person. I thought he was one of the most handsome men I'd ever seen. He also has, like, a really compelling personal story. Yeah, I love Eric. I love him. But I, I want him to find love on Paradise. Yeah. Like I, cause he's on it right now. Yeah. Like as we're talking right now. Wait, can we really quickly just, um, Sinestu run through how, uh, Becca, all she wanted was the truth from everybody and all the egregious men that were on her season, like Lincoln, the sexual assaulter, Leo, the softcore porn, non stunt man who actually works at, uh, Waterworld at Universal Studios. <laughs> um, Leo's Garrett, great. the, you know, social media issue with him. Um, who else? The Colton stuff. If you want to go the Colton that. stuff, yeah. liar. Like all of there was problems with like every single one for who contestants the, except for cologne? maybe Blake. Who was the cologne guy? The cologne guy. The cologne. Oh, oh Jean, Jean Blanc. Blanc. Jean Blanc. Yeah. yeah, taking it back. Tough. Yeah, she had horrible guys. Yeah, for someone who's like, I just want the truth. I haven't like. seen it this bad since JoJo. <laughs> Her group of men was. Yeah, jo- JoJo and Jordan trashy. are still together, right? I actually think that they're doing like an HGTV show. Ooh, perfect. that's perfect. Because for they've them. been doing like perfect they like, for his they weird built, knees. Yeah, they built like a new like coffee house, um, like uh, in Nashville. They're like they've been filming, renovating their home in Texas. So yeah, I mean, wow. I'll watch that one hundred percent. I'll try to be on it too if they need anyone to be on that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Um, I didn't say my official word. I want it, and I think it will be Jason. My. Really? Yeah, I do. I think it's gonna be Jason, Eric, Peter, of the people that are Ben before there. Peter. I think Ben would would be my yeah. ideal three. Okay. Oh, those are your ideal three. My I thought ideal you were talking three. About likely three. And then if we talk about pro sports, I'll like think for a while and and get back to you on a couple of exciting exciting options. I think that they want it to be Blake. I guess I don't know if he's actually gonna like agree to do it or not, but I feel like they want Blake. But what about like what about like Gronk? <laughs> Alex, you brought this up. Well, he's in a committed relationship. He is. Yeah. Okay. I think Jason conveniently brought that up on Juliet's podcast. Smart. Yep, because he didn't want uh, his buddy stealing a spot. <laughs> Smart. He he is campaigning hard. The guy's trying. I would be happy if it was Ben, though. I would be excited for Ben's season, and I think that he would stay with whoever he picked, like forever. <laughs> yeah I it's it's I've gone through such an emotional roller coaster with it some seconds I want it some and I want it so hard and then others I I'm not I don't know but Ben is also only like 27 right so he's not ready to settle down he wants to be famous and be like mm. I think he is ready to settle down he wants he he wants to run for governor in like whatever wherever he's living oh now and like he was, he just wants like a woman that can like stand next to him in pictures, like uh, while he runs for politics. That was Lauren B. And I no, I don't think so though. I think he thought that was Lauren B. But I don't think Lauren B. likes the spotlight. Lauren B. wants to be at the bungalow. She wants to be at the bungalow <laughs> in a straw floppy hat, yeah. where no one can look at her face. <laughs> just straight. Like I don't think she wants like the fame that Ben really wants. But that's why I think if he were 
before The Bachelor. He'd know exactly what kind of girl he needs and he'd pick her and then he'd be in politics and then they'd be together forever until some crazy scandal if, <laughs> years if, down the road. If both Lauren B's met, Ari's Lauren and Ben's Lauren. Oh my God, we wouldn't be able would to their, tell them apart. Yeah, they look identical. What would their conversation be like? Um. <laughs> that was it. Probably like not to generalize because like, you know what? Maybe it would be about the current, um, uh, uh, like, uh, <laughs> they talk about like backlash. I, I can't even think of a deep topic. That's what, what I was thinking be. about That's them. The current, they, um, um, uh, dream um, act. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe they would surprise us and talk about something real. I think that they would probably talk about Pilates. Mm, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or like backless dresses. Rich Lauren areas. B one is better than Lauren B two. I, yeah, I, I yeah, agree yeah. with that. Because she's, she's fine. Has she's her own sweet. business. Yeah. What is it? Rosé. She's our rosé line. It's called Dear Rosé. Oh, my God. The deepest business one could find. I agree. <laughs> Before we get in, I, I just... Can I say someone I'm disappointed by? Yeah. It's Tia. Yeah. Oh. I'm disappointed by her. For a year, for I've so been disappointed much. by her. The first half of our season, I was leaving Alyssa for her. <laughs> and she was going to be the bachelorette. And I was like, I'm into the Southern thing. You got a weird brother even. That's fine. I'm going for it. And she just like fell apart. She couldn't hack it on TV or like the producers made her She's, yeah, she is a bad she's friend. She's a bad friend. And I'm not even I'm not even referring so much to like, oh, she came back and told Becca, like, I want Colton. Like, I just think she she was friends with Raven, right? And like she wanted to be in this world like that's what she wanted she didn't want to like go on and like marry Ari she just wanted to like be in Bachelor Nation and she's still kicking around in there yeah I mean she did it yeah I don't know I some people wear their insecurities well like or wear their emotions well like I think Caroline's somebody who like wears her emotions well like it looks good on her Mm -hmm. like Tia it like looks bad on her. And I think it's because it's because it never is coming from a real place. Did it all turn for her? Did she cry during the, the car smashing thing last year? No, no. that was a uh, Annalise. Annalise. No, it no, turned, that was the bumper carts. It turned for her. That was the bumper carts. It was a separate thing. She had because she had a history when they were like yeah. bashing cars in like the, yeah, she did. I think in the, like not in the, not in the carnival. It was like the Derby. You know, they were like driving that was the same thing. race cars uh, in the mud. Uh, I think Tia was sitting on a, was on stairs. It might have been she the same thing. She did not cry during bumper cars. She cr- she got she cried during the glow day. The wrestling when the women were oh, too Oh, that's, that's what it was. That's what it was. My fault. That's, that's my fault. Fine. No. I, mean, I think you can be like stressed out because it's a really stressful environment. I mean, think about it. You're women, not you don't have like your friends you to talk to. You don't have like I call my mom like every other day. You yeah. Know? All of that support system is gone. I don't begrudge her for that. I really am judging her based on a preview for Bachelor in Paradise where she's making out with Chris R. And I'm like, you're done. You're done. Chris, Chris you're R done. might be the well, worst man in Bachelor. <laughs> She was, yeah, I hate Chris R, but she was done for me when she threw Becca K, excuse me, Becca M, under the, she literally like manipulated her into telling her all of her feelings and then she like told them to Ari. That's, that was when you were like, wow, this is an evil person. It was so strange. She was so charming for the first half of the season. She was like legitimately funny. I was like, wow. Oh, loved her. leaving Alyssa for her. (laughs) Watching the show with Alyssa. 
thinking in my mind, how am I going to get to Arkansas? We're all booing you from, <laughs> from the side. And then she just threw it all away. I know. But she, she totally went from being the coolest, prettiest girl on that cast, like, to being the worst. Like, just the actual worst. Genuine disappointment. Ugh. You guys, I will say as far as sorry as far no, as please the do next not apologize. Bachelor goes. Bachelor in Paradise changes everything. We would not have had That's Nick right. Vial as a bachelor if he had not gone in Paradise. Right. You're absolutely right. So. I'm ready. You know what? I recently went to a psychic who told me that I would not be happy unless I just like submit myself to uh, the process. Was it Heidi like Rose Robbins? It was not. <laughs> <laughs> bitch was, says crash crossover sorry bitch says crossover. um guys this because this guy's name is like andrew martin okay yeah like i went to him and i went like recently like went to him and i also went to my therapist because i was like just gonna it's, it's the same tune up. it's the same, same day tune up, yeah. uh within a week of each other okay uh and he said the only way i'm gonna be unhappy is if, if i resist uh any sort of like change or like abrupt difference or like he's like just go in willing to like be on the ride so that's how i feel about paradise yeah. like maybe i'll be in love with chris r by the end of this like i'm just i'm, I'm here for the ride that's what the, i'm trying to the, say the fact that tears with chris r truly to me is is like i'm <laughs> writing her off for good she's never coming back <laughs> what to, if he comes this. around though you guys no he's like, awful he he's a, he picked his boogers as a kid like did you you can look at that you can look at his face you can just see like, oh, you were such a fucking like shitty a doofus kid. kid. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And but somebody would be like, he's looking at so-and-so's test. Wh- exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. that kid. <laughs> and when he said I used to be fat, like uh-huh. I got up and like started screaming. Like, of course you fucking did. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I, I see his past so clearly mm. in my mind. Because like the weird thing is like in. Like we're their age, like we're the age of these people. Oh, and some in, of us older. I know, and, <laughs> and so like it's amazing. To, I I think of them as like, I don't. I guess now I think of them as older, or younger. I don't know, but it's certainly in a different world. And sure. I feel like I know his upbringing, and I just know he was the shitty kid. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe had like sticky red lips and. Uh, <laughs> Also, the truth about Colton will be revealed. Because remember how high everyone was on Dean, and then he went and really just screwed himself over. So, yeah. My closing thought is just, I'd like you to imagine a world where you end up with someone named Garrett. Oof. That's a tough day. I was thinking, I was like, God, her final two guys' names are Blake and Garrett. Yeah. Like, ugh. If any of my friends like, I'm dating this guy, Garrett. I'd be like, ew. <laughs> or Blake. Guys, again, I'm, I'm here for the ride. You know, <laughs> if I meet a great Garrett, then I just have to trust it. Just kidding. I could never trust a guy named Garrett. <laughs> um, and do you guys have any closing statements? Your ring is beautiful and your hair is beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, thank you so much. And for me, it really is both it's very true. Thank you so much. You didn't say anything nice You're about single. Me. You're trying to get with Tia. <laughs> you want Chris R's sloppy seconds? Uh. Ew. Ew. It thirds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Colton for sorry. That's a horrible way to talk. I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, where can we find you guys? They're pointing at each other. You go first. You have more things to find than me. Uh, You can watch Trial and Error uh, Season 2 on Hulu. Woo! Uh, It's a funny show that I write for. Um, I'm on a show called I Feel Bad that will premiere in the fall. 
Amy Poehler is producing it. Yeah. A lot of cool people on the show. Check it out. Hell yeah. Also Mike's podcast. Also you could listen to, (laughs) if you're a Sixers fan and you really trust the Bachelor process, you could listen to the right Jerky Sanchez. Because Joel Embiid is going to be our next Bachelor. Oh, that'd be so great. (laughs) Oh my God, that'd be so cool. That'd be so great. (gasps) Dario as a Bachelor. Okay, this is a whole other podcast. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Should we close on Joel as our next Bachelor? Yes. Okay, love you guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. We'll be back tomorrow for Paradise. Okay, wait. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. This is Patrick. And this is Mark, co-host of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're your home for all things Nintendo. On Tuesday, we're talking about the latest Nintendo news. And on Thursday, we're doing deep dives into specific corners of the Nintendo universe. Ranking the Koopa Kids. Determining who the best Smash Fighter is. That's Nintendo Cartridge Society on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.